This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Because if you can tell me what your habits are, I can tell you what sort of a person you are. I can tell you what your future looks like. But like I always say, life is 10% what happens to you. It's 90% what you do about it. The people who are most effective in the workplace believe that their future is going to be bigger than their past. When people don't believe that their future is going to be bigger than their past, they begin to disengage. You're listening to The Circuit of Success, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve success in every facet of life, only on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Now, your host, Brett Gilliland. Welcome to The Circuit of Success. I'm your host, Brett Gilliland, and today I got to tell you, I'm excited because this book right here uh, helped me about I don't know, maybe 15, 17 years ago, something like that. The author, those of you that are listening and not watching, Michael Gerber is on the show. Michael, how you doing? I'm great, Brett. Good. Well, I'm excited. You know, I got to, uh, I got to meet you by our, uh, my, my friend Cujo. You know Cujo. I was going to ask you if you knew Cujo. That's right. That's how we got connected. And, uh, you know, it's funny because I have a little list over here on my wall. And you've been on my list for about two years, and he saw your name, and he goes, oh, you had Michael on the show? And I said, no. I said, I've reached out to him through social media, but I haven't heard anything. And he goes, I'll email him. So, uh, and now here we are. So that's the way yeah, the world he works. Did. He did. It shows you how terrible it is to get to be 83, as I am. I completely forgot the connection. I love it. Connection. Rob Teschner. That's right. That's cool right. Joke. He's doing amazing things. So we're excited. Yeah. To, uh, he was on the show about, probably about a month ago, maybe a month and a half ago. And so now Wonderful. here we are. So uh, enough about that. Michael Gerber is the author of The E-Myth Revisited. He's uh, the number one, the world's number one small business guru. And I know, again, you've helped me a tremendous amount, even though you don't even know me. You've helped me a lot over the years. And so, uh, but when I think about The E-Myth Revisited is it talks about entrepreneurialism, but what is the entrepreneurial myth? What is that and how can you help us? Well, the, the e-myth is very, very simply uh, the fact that most people who go out on their own um, are not entrepreneurs as they think they are, but rather what I've come to call technicians suffering from an entrepreneurial seizure. Huh. I like In it. Short, they create a job for themselves. Okay. They don't create a company, though it may be a company. They may be self-employed. Uh, they may have 10 or 12 or 15 people working for them. But effectively, it's the myth underlying the failure of most small businesses. And most small businesses fail regularly, regularly, regularly. And why is that? What are those? I mean, I'm assuming there's a million reasons. But what are those common two, three things that you see uh, that people just, you know, do day in and day out that make businesses fail? Well, essentially, they build a company, they go out on their own, they become self-employed, and they build a company that depends upon them. So the attorney is um, doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it as an attorney. Uh, the chiropractor is doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it as a chiropractor. Um, the real estate investor is doing it, doing it, doing it as a real estate investor, but they never truly scale that capability so that it can be done by others. Got it. And so the greatest problem is their inability to grow beyond themselves. Plus the fact 
that because they're specialists, ergo the attorney is a specialist in whatever particular practice of law he or she is pursuing, or the contractor is a specialist, uh, whatever the particular um, phase of contracting they're doing, they effectively don't know all the rest of it. Right. So a company is a hell of a lot more than just the attorney, just the chiropractor, just the surgeon, just the whomever, whatever technician specialist is doing it, doing it, doing it, busy, busy, busy. So the e-myth is all about how to grow a company of one, all about you, into a company of many. And it's a system for awakening the entrepreneur within the Imagineer, as Walt Disney called them, Disney Imagineering, which created all the Disney parks worldwide, how to truly invent a company that can work beyond you. And when you can do that, everything changes. Yeah, I think when we when we focus on it in our firm, you know, we it, it is bigger than just uh, you know a leader or one advisor or one one person on the executive team, but it's who we surround ourselves with, right? I mean, because again, if you're a really good attorney or a really good you know chiropractor in our world, a wealth management advisor, you have to have other pieces of the team and be able to let go of that. And I would I would assume that most of the time it's hard to let go of that for people. Would you agree with that? Well, of course, it's almost impossible to let go of it because it's what they know. Right. It's almost impossible to let go of what you know to grasp something that's foreign to you. That's the problem. Right. And they continually resist it. So talk about the entrepreneurial trap. What is that? I've I've heard you talk about that before. I've read that before, and I'm, I'm fascinated by it. But share that with our listeners, the entrepreneurial trap. Well, by the entrepreneurial trap, I'm really speaking about the lack of entrepreneurship. And if you walk inside of, I mean, a hundred small companies, and by small companies, I'm not talking about 500 people, though it's applicable to that as well. I'm talking about the majority of small companies, and the majority of small companies are around 10 to 15 people. That's about the size that most small businesses um, will uh, ascend to when they're capable of ascending at all. What the problem is, is that the lead attorney can see the need for an assistant to do this or a, 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 a um, tech guy to do that. But he or she still doesn't understand that the true opportunity is to replicate himself or herself with other attorneys. So they don't think systemically, they think personally. And because they don't think systemically, they're always approaching every problem as if it were unique. So you understand the estate planning attorney approaches the problem of estate planning as though every single person he's speaking to or she's speaking to have a unique problem unique circumstances, unique outcomes. And the reality is they're not unique. Right. So the, oh, when, you, when you have a hammer, everything's a nail, right? You got it. Yeah. And Which so the true because that's what you're trained for. Well, the true opportunity is to learn how to standardize what you do. And by standardizing what you do and uh, systemizing that standard, you have effectively the opportunity to build a true brand. Because you then know that your approach out in the marketplace isn't to everyone, 
it's to someone. And it's to someone specific who has and suffers from a very specific problem that you've invented a very specific solution to. That very specific solution then is like McDonald's in the restaurant business. It's like Taco Bell in the restaurant business. It's like Starbucks in the coffee business. In other words, the Starbucks solution looks exactly like this. And because it looks exactly like this and works exactly like this, they can scale it. Mm. Not to one shop, but to 50,000 shops. Not just in Cincinnati or in St. Louis, but everywhere around the world. And that's what all our work has been about over the years. So I know you talk also about the chicken and the egg syndrome, right? What comes first, the chicken or the egg? We all know that, but uh, what's your philosophy on that? How do you answer that question? Well, first of all, um, there is no philosophy about that. It's facts. (laughs) If there ain't no chicken, there ain't no egg. I like that. And the question became, so what happened before the Big Bang? You know, we go back and we can think um, astronomically, we can think... um, however we wish to think. But effectively, we're taught that the entire universe was the product of an event. And that product out of that event, the way it's spoken, is though before the Big Bang, there was nothing. Well, understand, Einstein notwithstanding, Hmm. all the brilliance notwithstanding, it's a stupid conclusion. Because there had to be an are probably at this very moment going on. A big bang, 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 this universe, that universe, that universe, that universe, that universe. Essentially, it all started from something. Ergo, the notion of God becomes obviously, obviously clear. We can't possibly understand that. You understand? We can't possibly understand that we can't even understand the freaking universe right right let alone let alone st louis that's right so how can we comprehend that i'm saying the chicken game before the egg but before the chicken something happened which we can think of as the egg but before that egg there was the primordial chicken Hmm. so what you and i are looking for is the primordial chicken, which in this particular case is the inspiration that comes in the entrepreneur's imagination to create something he or she has never seen before. Hmm. And our job is to inspire that creation. But to the degree we do not awaken the entrepreneurial imagination within every single person who goes out on his or her own, we fail. That's right. We lay a bad egg. And a bad egg is how I would describe 99% of the small businesses on this planet. And wouldn't you agree, though, that it's, it, it is tough, right, to think like that? And if you've never done it, you've never been an entrepreneur, that to just go out on your own and, uh, and build something, one, it's scary. But and you make it up. What's that? What'd you say? You're breaking up, Brett. Ah, well, what's going on? You hear me now? You're breaking up. 
Yeah, I can hear you now. All right. So what I was saying is, is uh, don't you think it's obviously it's scary, but how much time are people spending planning? They're, I don't think entrepreneurs or, you know, you, you know we talk about the attorney, the, the financial planner, whatever it may be. I don't think people are spending enough time with think time and, and preparation time for what it is they truly want to build. Do you agree with that? All the stuff in this universe of small business, all of them are based upon a premise that's false. And so I'm essentially saying we're all being pummeled about the head and shoulders with um, conclusions that, in fact, bear no fruit. And I say they bear no fruit because I can guarantee you, Brett, um, and this is a very strong belief I have, that success the word in your show eludes most people in the world. Hmm. Most people in the world have, rather than success, failure. And they fail because of the way they started. Hmm. And the way they started, born as you and I were, as everybody listening to us was, were born of parents, the parents were born of parents, the parents that were born of parents of parents, each of whom was taken through a process from the moment we're born to the moment we enter our first year of school. And I can absolutely promise you from our first year of school and even before we went there, all of our influencers, our parents, their parents, their parents, the first teacher we had in kindergarten, the one who we had in fifth grade, every single one of those teachers failed to approach us as a creator. Hmm. So I'm saying that the thing that's been failed in, in all, all these realities is the idea of creating. It said, uh, we're born in the image of God. <clears throat> now, whether I'm a Jew, whether I'm a Christian, whether I'm a Muslim, whomever I am, we're all born in the image of God. Right. Now, if that's true, and we'll just accept it for the moment, because we have no other alternative, really. If that's true, if we're born in the image of God, who is the creator then obviously we're born to create. And then the question becomes, if we're born to create, then what are we born to create? A world fit for God. But nobody taught us that. Nobody truly approached the creator within every single child and engaged them in the process to awaken the creator within. Yeah, so, I mean, that is the yeah, great missing approach. piece. I just say that's obviously a systematic approach to our education system too, right? I mean, I mean, obviously we—that's a whole nother—that's a whole nother show. But I mean, I think I agree with that. Is that we don't awaken the creator, and that's what I was saying earlier about the planning side of things and the and the thinking. If we don't spend time doing that, it's going to be very hard, in my opinion, to be successful, uh, especially as a business owner or an entrepreneur. Absolutely. So that's why we, um, our firm and our new school called Radical U has been in the business of awakening the entrepreneur within every single person who calls on us. No matter if they're an attorney, a chiropractor, if they're a landscape contractor, it doesn't matter what they do. The very first 
thing we're there to do with them is to awaken the creator within them, the imagineer within them, the entrepreneur within them. You've got to start it anew. But understand, in order to start it anew, you've got to start it with a completely different comprehension of what a business is. And a business is ultimately a system that's designed, built, launched, and grown to produce a very specific result. And that result comes in the form of profit, because if there is no profit, there is no business, it comes in the form of profit as a outcome of revenue and the methodology through which you create that revenue. But that company, which starts out as a company of one and hopefully grows to a company of many, is actually a culture as well. It's a community. And that community has to have a existence, a reality that has been designed to serve everyone in that community in a way that they thrive, benefit, and come alive. And all of that has to be orchestrated, just like a McDonald's hamburger stand was, did, and does. I'm assuming and that's, what, and that's what we teach, Brett. That's what we teach. So I call an entrepreneur four different personalities. An entrepreneur is a dreamer, a thinker, a storyteller, and a leader. To the degree he or she fails to awaken the dreamer within, they will never grow. Ever, 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 ever grow. You can't. Because the dreamer is the one who has the dream, the great outcome that Steve Jobs pursued with the passion that he had to create this great, ever-glowing, evergreen outcome. Yep. Understand, that was an entrepreneur, not a technician. Steve Jobs was a lousy technician. Lousy. He was lousy at everything the company did. Lousy, lousy, lousy. But he was an amazing dreamer. The second is the thinker. So the dreamer has a dream. The thinker has a vision. The vision is the form the company must take in order to realize the dream. So we say, in my case, when I founded my first company called the Michael Thomas Corporation, believe it or not, in 1977, 1977, my dream was to transform the state of small business worldwide. My dream was to transform the state of small business worldwide. My partner and I came to that agreement. That's why we're creating this company. Our vision was to invent the McDonald's of small business consulting. Hear me. To completely turnkey small business consulting in a way that we could deliver it to small businesses everywhere in the world, no matter what that business did. Our purpose, the storyteller, was that every single one of our small business clients, the guys who were called, the women who were called, because they believed in our story, believed in what we were setting out to do, is that every single one of them could be as successful as a McDonald's franchisee. Now understand, to even say that is absurd, because owners, an infinitesimally small number of small businesses are as successful as a McDonald's franchisee. I'm talking about the hamburger stand. I'm not talking about corporate McDonald's, sure. the multi-multi-billion dollar enterprise. But understand, if they could be as successful as the McDonald's franchisee, and if their dream is big enough, they could create 
a company, an enterprise like McDonald's. And I'm saying that anybody can once this is taken hold. And finally, the vision. So the dreamer, the thinker, the storyteller, the leader. Let me, uh, I can hear you now. Let me, uh... Got a big storm in St. Louis, guys. Big storm in St. Louis. Yeah, must my Wi-Fi big must... storm. Uh, can you hear me? I can't. Oh, my system, everything, I mean, it is, it is a lot of lightning and rain, and there's sirens out here, and there's all sorts of stuff going on. So I don't know what's going on. Can you I got it. I, I got it. So let me, let me, can you hear me? Great. Let me say the last piece to this. So Radical U was built so that nobody could ever, I can't afford to work with you, Michael. Nobody could ever say to me again, I'm sorry, I can't go there because it's yet there. Nobody could ever give me an excuse, ever. Yep. So our school is the most significant entrepreneurial development school in the world. Launched year one, and everyone could say, I want to join the thinker, the strike with that create a dream, how to create a vision, how to create a purpose, how to create a mission. And I'm inviting every single one of them. This is the most spectacularly impossible new. And Brett, everybody on the planet. Hmm. Because Radical U is only $479.40 a year for the career. So you pay us your $479.40 for your year, and the rest of it's free. Wow. Hear me. Every week, a new video through your dream, your vision, your purpose, your mission. Your dream, your vision, your purpose, your mission. Spend a year with me. Or you decide whether or not you're going to go on to year two. And I promise you, Brett, you will be so of yourself having brought this to all the people who are listening to you and every single one of them bringing help. Every person on the planet needs to do this. And within have 5 million students at Radical U, preparing ourselves for a billion. Because the most significant problem everybody faces on this planet is economic. Yep. The planet is an economic disaster, and it's not about jobs. It's not about getting one. It's about creating a company of your own. I'm saying every human on the planet is born as a company of one, because every human being on the planet is going to live an economic, and then will fail at it. Will fail at it, dependent someone else to hire. We call view medical employment. Hmm. And the beauty is, not working, you can do it. If you are working, you can do it. Every person on the planet, Brett, can do it. And if they're not doing it, doop it. <laughs> I like it. This, this is the, we're gonna switch, switch, uh, turn the page a little bit. So you're, you said you're 83 year old. Yep. And I have not seen that much energy out of somebody in a long time, <laughs> and I love it. And so I want to know. There, I know there is no secret. But what would you say allows an 83-year-old man to have the passion, the drive, and the energy that you have? I would have very clear on his purpose. He knows the dream. He knows the story, and he knows he's a leader. Would you say that's why you're doing what you're doing at 83 years old when you don't do this? Absolutely, that's why. And I would say most importantly, because I'm called, I would never be hiring. I'll be on a call with somebody the day I crap out. <laughs> the day I crap out, he'll say, Michael, 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 and I yeah. crap out. Yeah, I'm out doing this because it's the most important thing to be done 
everywhere in the world. It ain't gonna be Trump who's gonna this problem. It ain't gonna be a Democrat who's gonna solve this problem. It ain't gonna be the government who's this problem. Government doesn't solve any problems. The government is the problem. It is about every human being on the planet. And until every human being understands on the planet, up to me, it's up to me, it's up to me. Until they truly take that into their heart of hearts, and understand that it's their personal responsibility to grow. They'll never, ever, ever do the work that's absolutely needed for them to grow. And I'm saying to everybody out there on this planet, this is not right, this is not left, this is not political whatsoever, because I'm not a political person. If anything, I'm an apolitical person. I'm saying it ain't the government, stupid, and you can't put it on your school because the school is destroying the people to it. The school sucks. There is no higher education going on anywhere on the planet. The only higher education is the one that you engage in individually to discover your dream, your vision, your purpose, your mission, and then begin the process of growing your personal one into a company of many. And there are rules of that game. And that's what I introduced in the E-Myth Revisited, why most small businesses don't work and what to do about it. And have been pursuing in all the books that followed. And all the books that follow, I'm telling everybody who's listening in, because I've now written close to 30 books, as you pursue this point of view and take it into your heart, every single one of you will discover that what I'm speaking of is true. Because until you can shape a man or a woman's mind to think differently. They will never end up doing anything differently. And that's what the E-Myth is all about. Oof, I love it. I love it. Uh, talk to us about being a rainmaker. I mean, I think, you know, what I do for a living, I mean, we have to rainmake. We have to um, find new or we go out and find firms that we're looking at firm. And the number one thing I'm hearing from people, especially the older men and women that are looking for a succession plan for their for their financial planning firm can't find that young rainmaker. And define young however you want, right? 25, 35, 45, whatever you want to call it. That's the number one problem. So what do you what do you see in there from a small business standpoint? Because again, chiropractor attorney, you still gotta be a rainmaker. Well, you understand the reason there are in quotes so few rainmakers is because there are so few great ideas being interpreted in the world. So you're not looking for a rainmaker, you're looking for grassroots. And understand your makers by inspiring to grow beyond their present. That doesn't happen in a minute. And in fact, if you were looking out there really ready to rainmake in your organization, you're looking in the wrong place. You're looking for a finished product. You shouldn't be the product. You never should have been looking for it. You're looking for somebody who's just beginning and create a process that will inspire them to grow. And that process is exactly the very same process we use when we speak in the E-Myth Revisited or in Awakening the Entrepreneur, another of my books, or in one of my books called Beyond the E-Myth, or the book called The E-Myth Enterprise and on and on and on and on. All of those books are speaking to that very subject because the dreamer, the thinker, the storyteller, the leader 
Every human being must become a dreamer, a thinker, a storyteller, and a leader. You'll never fake her unless that person is a dreamer, a thinker, a story leader. And unless you already have a dream, a vision, a mission in your organization, which very few organizations have. What most organizations have is a place to go to work. So what are you right now, the best entrepreneurs, the best, best leaders out there, what are they doing to stay a student of the game, right? To stay on top of their craft. They're doing exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Not, they're screwed, Brett. Radical you, right? And I'm going there. I'm going to sign up for this bad boy. Well, sign up for Radical you and get everybody to sign up for Radical you. And I talk to you about how to become a colleague. All right. But once you understand a movement, you ask me how would 83 have all of this energy. You have to understand, obviously, it's not because I'm 83. I hope everybody doesn't believe that now when I get to be 83, I'll have Michael's energy. Right. Understand, it's not that. It's actually the perspective I have. I'm pursuing to transform the state of economic development. And in order to transform the state of economic development worldwide, I've got to transform the state of entrepreneurial development worldwide. And once I've transformed the state of entrepreneurial development worldwide, we have actually realized our dream, which is to transform the state of small business worldwide. And then you can begin to see the three-legged stool that I just described. Entrepreneurial development, small business development, they as a system. And that's what everybody fails to understand and to do. It's a higher dream. It's a bigger dream. It's a impersonal dream, not a personal dream. And otherwise, it's not big enough to stimulate me. You follow me? Absolutely. Absolutely, I do. So what, what were some of your habits, though? I mean, over your, your, you, know, you started your business in 1977. You did stuff before that. But do you have the, maybe the one or two things if somebody said, hey, at 83, here's what I've done historically day in and day out that's helped me. Yeah, I started out to create the McDonald's of small business development services. So what did I do? I picked the most extraordinary business model I could, and that was McDonald's. I walked into it. I saw it. I felt I knew it. And then I went out and said, now I got to teach everybody to short. I got to teach a, 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 a architect how to become the McDonald's of architecture. I got to teach the uh, guy who's plowing snow how to become the McDonald's of snow plowers. I got to teach every single person on the planet to be the McDonald's of. That's what I set out to do. But in order to do that, we had to become the McDonald's of small business consulting. So we had to ask the question, well, what would that look like? Because it's a visual, it's an emotional model, it's a functional model, and it's a financial model. So we had to build the McDonald's of small business consulting visually, emotionally, functionally, financially, as a system. And these were the component parts of that system that I set out to do. Well, I think you've done yourself a damn good job at it, if I can say so myself. So. <laughs> Thank you, Fred. So let's talk about fears. I talk about this in every show. Uh, the fears you've put in your mind over the years, maybe there haven't been some, but I, I would assume you're like most people and there are some fears that are out there. How many of those fears ever blew up to the magnitude you put them in your mind? Every single one of them. Really? You're the first person in hundreds Every of years. Every single one of them, Brett. I, I just with a, a, a couple of manures the other day. We had dinner and they, <laughs> this organization had me come speak to their audience 10 years ago. 
And um, they said, Gerber, what have you been doing for these 10 years? I said, well, if you've been conscious, you would have known what I've been doing. But obviously, you've not been conscious. So let me share. And so they began to pick my brain. So what happened? What happened? What happened? I'm telling the stories of my, in a quote, erstwhile career. And they just sat there in absolute shock. How did you get out of that one, Gerber? How did you get out of that one, Gerber? That, continuously. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just continuously. And how did you get out of that one? And still, Emith, the original company, is alive today, doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it. The Emith Mastery Program, delivering it to small business owners around. How the hell did you make it to this point in your life, Michael? And I said, read my book. I understand I didn't write that book to tell somebody something that I didn't know. I wrote that book because I knew it. And I knew it because I did it. And I did it because McDonald's did it. So all they got to do is say, so show me how, show me how. I'll show you how. And everybody can do it. And everybody who's impassioned, not just passionate, but impassioned by the transforming the state of economic development worldwide. Mm. To imagine that every single person in your community, I don't care what their problem is, I don't care what they say their problem is, can absolutely rise to a, an occasion so far beyond anything they've ever imagined possible. And it's all there, simply in your hand, waiting to do it. In this case, it starts in the dreaming room at Radical U. Yep. One full year, 50 weeks online, $479.40 freaking cents. <laughs> Tell me, please, and how do you get that? Everybody, you go to michaelegerbercompanies.com. michaelegerbercompanies.com. And you'll see on our website, Radical U. Go to michaelegerbercompanies.com. You'll see an invitation to Radical U. We'll take you to the landing page. Don't even think about it. Be as juiced as I am at 80. And just begin your life anew. That's all I'm saying. Begin your life anew. Thank you, my friend. And uh, thank you so much for sharing that message. I mean, I think that literally is the message, right? I mean, the message is go there, take the university. Again, I've read the book. This changed my path and my career at three, 24 years old. I'm now 41. The year you started your company in 1977 was the year I was born. And that is amazing <laughs> what you've done. And, uh, Brett, I want to say to you, Brett, you are at 41, the age I was when I started all this. Wow. Hear me. When I started all this, you're right there now, and you haven't even begun to see what's waiting for you to be. I promise you. Man, I love that. And where can our listeners find you besides the website? Are you on social media? I know you're on LinkedIn. Yeah. I'm on all that stuff, but go to michaelegerbercompanies.com, click on Radical You, and just as Nike says, freaking do it. Do it. Got it? <laughs> Just do it. Give my love to Cujo. I will do that. Thank you, my friend. Tune in next week for another episode of The Circuit of Success with Brett Gilliland on the lineupmedia.fm podcast network. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and through our website, circuitofsuccess.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and email any questions to info at circuitofsuccess.com.
This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.